Hey guys, welcome back to the What I Love About Men podcast. Today I have a really special guest, really excited to get her on here and learn from her. Her name's Ashley Rogers. She's a naturopathic and functional medicine practitioner specializing in men's health. Hey Ashley, thank you so much for being on my show. Hi Stephanie, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to learn from you. Okay, so I just want to, let's just jump right in. Um, can you take us through your, your line of work? Like, what exactly do you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I, like you said, I am a naturopathic practitioner. Um, I'm an herbalist also. And in my practice, um, I, I do specialize in functional medicine as well. So naturopathic medicine and functional medicine do sort of go hand in hand. Um, I would, you know, treat a person just like, I guess, a, a medical doctor without pharmaceuticals. So, you know, the lab tests and everything that we would need to to know to get to know a person and their health history. Um, and then we would treat them with natural substances, uh, supplements, um, anything to optimize their health, like herbs, um, big on lifestyle change. So functional medicine looks a lot at um, making sure that the person is creating normal detox pathways every single day. Um, contrary to like popular, like do this detox program, do this detox program. Some of those are great. Um, you know, but we need to make sure we're doing some of those things every day, you know, getting sunshine, sweating, moving, um, all of that. And then diet as well. So diet is huge and not every, you know, fad diet is going to work for everybody. So functional medicine and naturopathic medicine are very personal. Um, my practice is 100% telehealth. So that means everything is done online. So I have patients and clients all across the United States and some even across the, the pond in other countries. And um, everything is done for them through my, my portal, which is HIPAA compliant called um, Practice Better, which I'm not really trying to like promote or plug them, but it's a really great portal and it makes everything so simple. And we do everything virtually. And one thing I like to say a lot is that like, you know, it, I mean, and, and men like it, especially everything is done for them. There's, they don't have to go anywhere. They don't even have to leave their house. They don't have to put pants on if they don't want to, you know, um, I mean, I would encourage probably wearing pants. pants. <laughs> pants <laughs> so easy. So there's really no excuse anymore. You know, that cuts out yeah. the whole like stigma that, oh, I just don't feel like going or it's really not that bad, you know, to go through all that, you know, fuss and all the BS I don't want to deal with. There's really no excuse anymore. I make it easy. I'm right there in your computer. Just do it. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's it. I've been practicing for um, a couple of years, and I've used all different types of modalities for health and healing. And I'm still, you know, I'm I'm a student still. You know, I'm I'm learning every day. I'm a student. I'm a teacher, all in one package. And yeah, so that's that's the gist of it. That's awesome. Why men? Great question. So I, um, growing up, I always saw myself in some type of like OBGYN position, um, you know, with women and babies and birth and labor and delivery and the whole, the whole thing. And, um, I, you know, I went through school and everything. And um, when I decided to go back into it, you know, my, my mindset completely changed. I was just like, you know what, I, I don't want to do conventional medicine. And, um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm not into that anymore. So when I started doing what I was doing, I really did think that I still thought I would specialize in women's health, but I, I was looking around at different specialties and there are tons of women's health doctors, which is great. We need that. There are tons of people that specialize in children. Um, and then you go, you know, then that's kind of broad. And then you look at, you know, like holistic um, cardiologists, 
you know, that's, that wasn't really my thing. It didn't click with me. Mm-hmm. And I was finding that, well, two things. I was finding, number one, that there were not a lot of people specializing just in men's health. And this is probably a topic for a, a completely other podcast, but, you know, I was noticing a lot that a, the majority, like huge numbers, staggering numbers of plastic surgeons who are making women beautiful are men. And I was like, okay, there's probably a message there somewhere in society. Maybe not all negative. Okay, maybe there's some positive to that. And and on this, you know, on the second side of that, I was, um, I really was attracting mostly men clientele. I only had like two or three women that I would see, and everybody else were men. And I loved it. I love teaching them. I love when they get their mindset on something, they do it. I mean, I love everything about it. So I was like, you know what? this is it. This is my calling, you know, and, and just kind of the same, but different as these men are making women beautiful. You know, sometimes it does take a woman, a feminine energy, a feminine balance to heal our men and make our men good men. So yeah, that's the stance I took. I was like, this is it. I'm, I'm doing men's health. That's my calling. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) I have like little goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's so true. Like you don't, there really isn't, there really aren't, especially like you and I were talking about yesterday with the whole Me Too movement. Like there aren't enough women standing up and saying, okay, like men deserve, men have their rights too. And men are still human beings and they still deserve respect. And, you know, we still love them. We still need them. We still want them. So, you know, let's make them feel important just as, you know, they should make us feel important. But, But yeah, health is a huge thing. And I love what you said about, female, you know, having that female energy balance along with the masculine to make them, because, you know, there's only so many, only so many guys will listen to a man to get his health on track. You know, I think like coming from a woman and coming from that feminine energy, they, they take it more seriously actually, because, because we're the sex they want to attract, right. For the most, you know, for the most part. Exactly. And, and there too much masculine um, energy is actually detrimental to health. I mean, it's, you know, spiritually, yes, I mean, that's important to have the, you know, the yin and yang and, you know, that whole thing. Um, but, you know, they, they, they take a certain calmness, which is um, medicinal to their, to their mood. It's like an instant, it's almost like an instant fix in a way, you know, they, if they're in a room with another male doctor, that doesn't fix like say for instance, if they're, um, I think one thing we're going to be talking about is like stress and like adrenal burnout that has a lot to do with like, you know, this just overwhelming, like masculine need to just keep going and keep going and keep going and don't stop. Um, so if they're met with another, um, you know, energy like that, it's like, it's, it's just probably not going to work. Whereas it's a female, you know, everything, it's like a deep breath, you know, it's like, okay. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm not having to match another masculine energy. I'm not fighting my own masculine energy right now. And it's like, okay, that weight is lifted. So. Yeah. Cause that feminine energy is the one that's, is the energy that's more like, okay, just flow, just be right now. Just like, right. you know, realize where you are and take a moment. And yeah, like you said, masculine is very direct. It's very forceful. It's very, get this all done now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, so let's talk more on that. Let's talk my, more on, um mind-body connection and how that affects a man's sexual health and stress management. Yeah. So, um, so mind-body, and I know we talked a lot about it yesterday in our other interview. Uh, I like what you have your guys do, you know, 
just talking to yourself and, and all that. And a lot of guys don't do that. And if they do, the voice in their head from generational things and ancestral um, issues are saying you you have to bash yourself. You know, you have to constantly be a critic to yourself in order to make yourself better. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of guilty of that as well. Um, and I think I, I can relate on the level that uh, for a while in some childhood traumas, um, I had to... I had to use my masculine energy to heal myself or I would have not healed. I had to be tough on myself. I had to be tough on, um, you know, setting my mind on something and moving on. Um, and to just, you know, really learn how to, um, discipline. Well, I said discipline already, but you know, just really, um, grasp the reality of what was going on and not be too overwhelmed with, um, the emotions I wasn't, um, I guess, recognizing. And so it was like when I finally started coming back into my, you know, balancing my feminine mask or my feminine energy with my masculine energy, I was like, wow, I mean, guys are feeling that all the time. (laughs) You know, they're not, they're, they're talking to themselves in these languages that are just not healthy. And so why do you think um, you were doing that? So, um, I was raised in Oklahoma. I was born and raised in Oklahoma and my, I guess if you want to say like my, my mother didn't raise me. My father didn't raise me. Um, and my mother straight up like abandoned me when I was seven years old. I'm talking like she went out on a drug binge and didn't come home for three days. And so my grandparents came and picked me up and I lived with them from then on. And I was seven. I was a child. So you take the childhood, you know, trauma and emotional damage. I mean, I was broken. I was literally broken. And I cried every day for like two or three years. And I, it's okay. It's, it's, you know, I'm, I've kind of come to terms and stuff. Um, so I was crying and I was crying and I was crying and I was just, you know, I didn't know these emotions and, and my grandparents are, um, conventional in the sense that, you know, the, you know, the, the man does certain things and the woman does certain things when that's fine. I think gender role is very important. Um, but as far as attention to, um, giving me what I needed emotionally, they just didn't know how, and there's nothing, you know, they're, they're good people. It was nothing wrong. They just didn't know. And so I had to be that for myself. And so I see the man, I see the male energies out there, you know, go, go, go. Nothing breaks you down. If something hurts you, you just get up and keep going. Uh, and there's a lot of that in the female, um, you know, energy too, but it just, it wasn't the same. It wasn't what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, so that's what I did. I just latched on to that. Yes, I'm, I'm strong now. And I'm, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can conquer anything. Unbreakable. Yeah, but breakable. Um, but I got to the point where I was so much that way to myself. That I was like, all right, you know, something's got to change. I'm going to burn myself out completely. And so, and in, in, in that sense now I can, when I do have a, a guy who comes to me, a client that comes and he's like, I just, I don't know what's wrong. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm stressed all the time, but I really don't have anything to be stressed about. I have my, my job and my kids and my family or, you know, my girlfriend or I'm single and my life is great and whatever it is, like, I just don't understand. And so then we start saying, okay, well, like, you know, your confidence levels and how you talk to yourself. And we're just finding a lot of their own language inside their head is stressing themselves out. So wow. it's that, 
it's switching that, you know, turning that off somehow before it really does damage to their health. But sometimes, you know, and most of the time for men, by the time they come to me, it's either fallen off, they can't get it up or, you know, something just doesn't work altogether. So, you know, we want to make sure that they're staying healthy. So in ways we can work in preventative health. But like I said, most of the time when they come, they're already at this point where they, they need something more serious and we have to figure out what it is. And a lot of the time it is men, they just wait till the last second. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, they do. And they're like, that's probably fine. It's probably no big deal. You know, and so with the stress and the adrenal fatigue and the adrenal burnout, that is huge for men. Um, I mean, and stress is not gender discriminate, but it does run more rampant in men because of the way that their um, hormones are built. You know, their adrenal glands, um, you know, leak to their testes, their gonads, and then hormone health and everything just goes all over the place. And also, I've learned recently that like ancestrally, stress actually did originate from men um, having too much pent up like aggression being like strung out or um, it was like a Latin term for, you know, being stressed is, is literally means like strung out, you know, relying on the power of mind, body and switching that language. Uh, and we're it's also really finding, all coming from the self-talk. It is. A lot of it is the self-talk. And, and that goes back to kind of just like my grandparents didn't know how to kind of cater to this huge damage that I've had. Men just don't, they just don't know. You know, they don't have the resources or the information. Women tend to be a little bit more inclined to find that information for themselves, yeah. to use it to help themselves and their family. But guys are just like, mm, you know. And it's more socially acceptable, which is so sad. You know, it that is. it's not as acceptable for guys to just talk to themselves kindly. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, you know, another thing that we're seeing with, you know, being tied to the body language, the self-talk, their neuralistic programming is kind of what everyone's leaning toward now. You know, just re- reprogramming the way you talk to yourself. It, it's great and it's huge and it's powerful. But what we're seeing now is, and I get a lot of like, you know, age determinants. Okay, so you can pretty much guarantee that a guy over a certain age is going to have low testosterone and go through what they call male menopause. And I, I kind of despise that <laughs> that term because really is no such thing but yeah, yeah. what we're seeing now is that also does not discriminate by age you know it's you know those things that are supposed to be happening to men later in life are happening to men younger and younger and younger and stress is a big factor and it, that's not it you know it's also terrible food choices it's terrible you know lack of nutrients it's, you know, things we're exposed to in our air and in our environment, uh, you know, not getting enough sunlight, not creating those detox pathways that they're supposed to. And so are all know, these things a cause of erectile dysfunction as well? Uh, yes. So that is, it's yeah, absolutely 100% is, you know, adrenal fatigue is leaked to, linked to um, erectile dysfunction um, in the sense that like sex binding hormones, um, cortisol levels, DHEA levels, all of those things, magnesium, your B vitamins, all of those things, when you're under stress, even if you don't realize it because your body has stopped reacting to it in the parasympathetic you know, nervous system, all of those things get depleted. And when those are depleted, you're going to have a hard time you know, with your sexual health. And there's, you know, there's the ED, erectile dysfunction that we have on one side of it. And then there's another side of it 
that isn't as common, but it does happen, is that men are constantly stimulated. So they are horny all the time and they can't figure out why. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, I just, I, my, you know, it's insatiable. I can't, you know, I can't have my appetite pleased. It's like, you know, and they, and they don't understand where it's coming from, you know? Yeah. Where is that coming from? It's the same. So it's, it can either deplete all of those things completely um, and, and set your adrenals to just be like, Mm-mm, F it, I'm not doing anything. Or you can be so high strung on the other side, you know, where your, your hormone levels could be depleted too, but your adrenals are overcompensating your adrenal glands. So they're like, okay, we got to go. We got to go. We can't stop. Cause if we stop, we're not getting back up. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting. And then, so what happens? Cause I think you'd be the perfect person to ask for this. Cause I do have a lot of guys who come to me with erectile dysfunction problems that come from past relationships. Like they can't move on to a new relationship and, and keep a heart on in that new relationship. So what, what would you say? Like, would you say that's all in the mind or would you say, cause some of them do go to doctors and get checked and they say they're fine. Like when they say they get checked, is that, are they doing the same <laughs> test that you would get that you would give? They probably are. So, um, so it, it is in the mind. So that can be a mental thing, but when the body experiences trauma of any kind, any kind of emotional, um, you know, stress and, and just heartbreak and things like that. I mean, heartbreak really does. I mean, I guess you could, there is a syndrome called broken heart syndrome and it does affect the body. It does affect the body tremendously, especially for a man. It does the same things with the, you know, adrenal fatigue and the burnout and just uh, it, the burden on the chest. I just, I keep touching my chest because it's like, it takes a huge hit in any time of any type of trauma and then shoving it down, shoving it down, shoving it down like men can do sometimes doesn't help um, for a guy who to say, well, I went to the doctor and checked my levels and everything's fine. In functional medicine, we have a different range, like a reference range that we call like it's, there are low ranges, but what we call, you know, is something that we want to see is called an optimal range. And so, yeah, you could be within, in those normal ranges that conventional medicine says that you're in, but if everything else isn't falling in line, so they probably did test maybe, you know, hormones, oh, their sex binding hormone, well, maybe that's fine. Um, but are they testing for deficiencies? Are they testing his B vitamins, his magnesium? Probably not, because conventional medicine says that that's not important, but it's the most important. So if they were to come to me and say, you know, it was because of this, in my program, we would say, okay, you know, we're, we are going to do the lab work, but it's going to be a lot more comprehensive of the lab work um, as far as everything goes from the vitamin deficiencies, even food intolerances. We're going to test your gut because stress also completely throws off the uh, microbiome in the stomach. Yeah. And for a guy, that could mean erectile dysfunction. That could mean several things mentally, brain fog, cognitive function, all of those things a man would need to get through his everyday life. Um, he can, you know, he's just, he's not there. So we would be testing for heavy metals. In times of trauma, men do tend to, well, everybody does. I can't just say men, that's not fair. But, you know, people tend to rely more heavily, anything from food to alcohol to, you know, anything that it may be. They may pick up a, it's just statistically, that's just what we do. Yeah. Um, and so, you, you know, your body takes on a bigger burden at that time that also can lead to the erectile dysfunction. So, you know, we want to look at everything and treat the body as a completely 
interdependent system and not break it down like conventional medicine would say, well, this part of you is fine, so you must be fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And like, it could be something as easy as like, as simple as you're not getting enough sunlight, right? (laughs) That is one of the biggest things that I preach is wake up with the sun, go outside, stand there for 10 or 15 minutes. And then when the sun goes down at night, just be there for the sunset. You have no idea how much that increases your hormone activity, your melatonin levels, which is huge antioxidant and free radical. Um, They just completely, you know, bust out the free radicals, which is, you know, for men's health is big because they don't need anything else stressing out their body. Like (laughs) they've already got enough to worry about. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sunlight is huge. It can be something as simple as that. They don't even realize it. What about, what if you're an early riser and you're up before the sun? Is it just like important to be outside when the sun rises? Is that where Um, you reap the benefits? um, Yeah. So there's different UVA and UVB rays throughout the day. And so the healthiest ones, the ones that the pituitary gland loves the most, because that's where it comes into the eye, into the lens and the retina, Mm -hmm. and then it hits the pituitary gland. And your pituitary gland is what produces your melatonin, serotonin, norepinephrine, all of those things. Mm-hmm. So once those, without those waves of light, your body probably is not going to synthesize those things correctly. So it's important like different times of the day. Like have you ever been out in the sun all day long and then you sleep the best ever that night and you think, oh, I was just outside. The sun was hot. So that's why. That's not why. Like your body got so much vitamin D that day, which is amazing for the body. Your body got, you know, produced extra melatonin and probably have stores of that for, you know, weeks to come. And you're going to get like the best sleep of your life. That's so interesting. It is. What can guys get in the habit of doing? That's just so basic and simple to help their hormone levels or keep their stress managed. So another thing is that, um, so in Ayurvedic medicine or, um, you know, naturopathic medicine, stress is a very hot item and men tend, their body temperature seem to be warmer than women's for many reasons. But for the sake of managing stress, I like my, one of my favorite things and what I do for myself and I suggest to every man on earth and woman uh, is to do contrast showers. It's so easy. You just take your shower like normal. And at the end, you're going to turn it down to as cold as possible. And you're going to... I tell all my guys to do. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> cold as possible. Do that for like, you know, 20 seconds to a minute. Turn it back up at least one time to really hot and then back down to cold and stand there for as long as you can. And what that does is that brings, you know, all the heat to the core of the body and helps you release it. So it's so simple to do. It's good for detoxing. It's good for hormones. It's good for so many things I can't even probably I explain it. I explain it to them as resetting their nervous system. That is exactly right. Yeah, you're simulating that you know, parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system. Um, so that's exactly right. You're dead on. Wow. But you, but you say the contrast, so go back and forth. Like yeah, go, go back to hot, and- then back to cold, then hot, then cold. Yes, exactly. Mm. So simple to do. Another thing is super easy, you know, drinking a lot of water. Um, I know that's like a, everyone tells me to drink a lot of water and I do. Um, it is, it's a very simple fix. How much is a lot of water? Like, is it really just eight glasses or? Um, <laughs> eight glasses is a good standard, but I mean, really, realistically, you should be drinking at least half of your body weight um, in ounces per day. And then in certain instances where there is a serious condition or you know symptom or dysfunction or imbalance in the body i'm suggesting that they are drinking their body weight 
in ounces a day, at least for like a month. And then once we get them on a pretty good path, then they can, you know, kind of reduce it because <laughs> that is a lot of water. I get it. It's like, what do you want me to do? Just like all day long. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So simple and easy. Sunlight, showers, contrast, contrast showers. Got more. I have this thing that I, that I give all my guys whenever they sign up. So hydration, sunlight. Oh gosh. Another one that's so important. How could I forget this is sleep. Mm. Sleep hygiene is messing guys up so bad and not just guys, girls too. But since we're talking about men here, you know, falling asleep with the blue light in your face, Mm-hmm. that is completely messing up your lectin levels and lectin and leptin too. They're like leptin is a very important hormone for several, you know, regulate regulating factors in the body. So falling asleep to your phone, having your phone right next to your head, the Wi-Fi, all of that stuff. So we're, we're trying to change sleep hygiene and make it, you know, regular again to have that normal eight hours of sleep where you don't wake up reaching for your phone or fall asleep with your phone in your face. Um, so, you know, recommending taking all the devices out of the bedroom pitch black room, you know, set a time every single night where, you know, the TV goes off, say nine o'clock, nine 30, the lights go off. And hopefully you're in that deep restful sleep by like 10 and getting those eight hours. And I get it. Like it, not everybody has the same schedule. So, you know, you can adjust that accordingly to your work schedule or whatever, mm-hmm. but sleep hygiene is so important. I think we're losing touch of that with our guys, with us and also our children. Because our children yeah. are getting hooked now to tablets and falling asleep with the TV on and yeah, holding oh. the iPad, like oh, exactly, so yeah. What would you say to what would you say to guys who say, "Oh, well, I only need five hours, I only need um, four and a half hours of sleep"? <laughs> Whenever people say that, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you only need that much if you want your health to start deteriorating at about thirty-five. <laughs> And I mean deteriorating, and I'm not trying to be dramatic. That did sound dramatic, um, but I cannot stress enough the importance of sleep. Sleep is the number one regenerative tool that our bodies have, and the function our you know our body temperature lowers, um, our hormones regulate. We release you know uric acid. Our kidneys detox. Our livers detox, and it has to happen within that. I, I guess you could say seven and a half to eight hours, but that's when it has to happen. There's no way around it. So sleep is important, guys. It is sleep. <laughs> what about um? What about like supplements, like over-the-counter supplements? Because I know fish oils are very important, as well as a multivitamin. But would you say they're? I mean, would you say those are important to take as far as supplementation? Is there anything else that you feel men especially could benefit from taking on a daily basis? Yeah. So men especially, um, they require higher dosages of every single B vitamin. So finding a high quality B vitamin is going to be very important. And I would say be careful. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, a scare tactic or anything like that, but super be careful with buying anything at like, you know, CVS, Rite Aid, anything like that, because they're not using quality ingredients. And that's not really a myth. I knew you hear it all the time, but it is true that those supplements are going to do you no good. You might as well just, you know, go stick your, you're better off to go stick your feet in some mud and get those vitamins and minerals than to even take anything like that because you're just going to pee it out. So naturopathic practitioners. Recently that, that they don't even test like the ingredients, like aren't, they're not even tested or measured. Yeah. They, 
it's really sad. It really is sad. Um, some of these companies, what they try to get away with. A lot of naturopathic practitioners, we have a portal or a dispensary where we get professional grade um, quality ingredients. Things that are going to be easily assimilated by the body, uh, and there's going to be no, you know, BS that you don't need. Uh, and those those companies have been, you know, tried and true, scientifically tested. Some of them are regulated by the FDA, and even if they're not, that doesn't always mean anything. The FDA is a, an interesting character on its own. Mm. Um, but yeah, B vitamins are super important for men. Um, there's one thing that I love the most is uh, being an herbalist. Also, I love using herbs for guys. Uh, one of the reasons why is a lot of men need adaptogens, and herbs and plants are the only thing that we have available to us that have adaptogenics in it. So things like you know ginseng and St. John's wort and things like that, those are going to have tons of effects on the body. I mean, you can talk about hormone, um, you know, balancing, talk about immune boosting, which is huge. Um, you know, stress lowers the immune system. So I love using herbs and there's several, I have some of my own stuff that I use and there's several other companies that have some really good adrenal you know, stress relief, all the balancing fun things um, in their formulations as well. Awesome. So when you, when you take your clients through the mind-body connection tactics, like do you give them, do you give them exercises or is there any type of training you do to, to introduce that self-talk that they should be doing more of? Um, How do you explain that to them? Yeah, kind of. So we go similar to what you do. We, we have a session that it's kind of a combined session. So we do the initial consult and if they want to do the program, then we order the lab work and do all of that. And then we'll have the follow-up where we're reviewing lab work and, um, you know, going through all of that and the treatment plan and what they need to do. And then we'll do a session, a mind body session where, you know, I'm really using, I wouldn't say hypnotherapy, but it is a type of therapy where, you know, we really dig deep and go back to where the trauma may have happened and, you know, start from there and it sometimes is not a one-time thing. You know, sometimes we have to do it a couple of times. But um, yeah, on, on their own, I don't really give them any exercises at first. Only because when they have the breakthroughs, I want to... This sounds kind of selfish, but it doesn't, I don't mean it that way. But when they have the breakthroughs, I want to be there. Because that's going to put more of their health picture and their mental picture together for me. And so we, I like to work on it together. So you're actually doing it with them and noticing like... Yeah, so we're doing it um, virtually. I'm there. I'm, you know, on the, 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 I guess, sometimes it's Zoom. Sometimes it's just done through my portal. Um, Zoom, if they want it recorded, so they can go back and look at it later. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing that they can do to make themselves feel more comfortable and confident. Like, oh my gosh, this is what we did and this is what was said. And it really did work. Yeah. And there was the breakthrough. Oh, that's awesome. And what do you think, what, how are most men when they come to you? Like what that have health problems, are they usually, is it usually accompanied by negative self-talk or negative like feelings about themselves? A lot of negative self-talk. Seeing a lot of, you know, my doctor told me this or, you know, my friend, they were listening to these people and it, whatever was, they were telling them wasn't working. And so there's some distrust, you know, so there's, there's a lot of different angles actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I know we're we're running out of time here. Uh, I feel like I could talk to you for another hour, but <laughs> we are going to have to do so many more podcasts. Yeah, about yeah, we are. Oh my god, there's so <laughs> many topics we both can just talk forever about. I think forever. would really help a lot of men. Um, but the last question, 
I want to leave the guys with listening is what do you, Ashley, what do you love about men? What I love about men, I love so many things about men. I love their strength. I love their conviction about things. I love their passion. Once men get their minds set on something and they have that passion and conviction about it and they wrap their arms around you, not it doesn't even have to be like around you like physically, but hypothetically and theoretically, when they wrap their hands around something, it just feels like it's taken care of. Yeah. And, and the world needs a lot of that right now. Everybody needs a lot of that right now. Um, but I just, I really love the way that, you know, when it's something that needs to get done, it gets done and it just feels secure. There's a sense of security, you know, when it comes to a guy who is taken care of, he takes care of himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, and it's just, it makes me feel good that I can help people with that. I can help families with that, guys with that, women with their, you know, wives and their husbands. And so, hey, I love men. I love, you know, it, and it, I guess it goes, you know, in some physical level, they're different than us. So looking, looking at them is stimulating, you know, it's all different types of things. Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being on the show, Ashley. Thank you for having me. I had such a good time. We'll definitely do more. We'll have to get you on my podcast too once I get it up and going. <laughs> yes. Woo! And guys, remember from these tips that Ashley gave you, let's focus on sunlight. Let's focus on taking B vitamins. Let's focus on yep. those cold showers. You know, yep. hot and cold showers. Let's focus on talking to ourselves in a way that's, that's building you up and making sure that you're always feeling like the best possible version of you. And even if you're not feeling like the best possible version of you in the moment, just know that you have to reinforce that, you know, you have to reinforce it through that positive self-talk and just keep doing it until you believe it. Cause with that repetition and with that mind body connection, you will become the best version of you and you'll feel like the strongest, most secure man you could possibly ever be. Absolutely. Consistency, you know, make yourself a routine if you have to, but that's absolutely right. Just do those little things and it'll become the big thing. There you go. And for more information on Ashley Rogers, you guys can find her on her website at SoCalNaturalHealth.com. That's SoCalNaturalHealth.com. Or you can find her on Instagram at A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-C-N-H. Because I know certain Ashley spell it differently, so that's why I want to spell it out. Um, <laughs> this is so important for you guys to keep on track of your health and be able to manage your stress and manage, you know, any problems you have regarding, um, tension that's mentally or emotionally or physically that you're just holding in and Ashley and her, her website, her information can help you a ton. So please just don't be afraid to go reach out, do some research and always take care of you.